Welcome to the Michelob Ultra Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. That's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. The Golf Show is presented to you by Michelob Ultra. Also brought to you in part by Fargo Park District Public Golf Courses, Barnesville Grocery, Moorhead Parks, Forest Hills Golf Course, and Wildflower Golf. Here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen anything like that? Now, let's head to the first tee. This guy's pretty good. And here's your host, Jeff Kolpak. Yes, 18 years now we've been doing this show. That has spanned a couple generations now. Hard to believe it. Good morning. This is Jeff Kolpak. Thanks again for coming along. To the golf show, Jeff Kopak has presented by Michelob Ultra here at 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. 740thefan.com is your website. Can't get rid of us. We're, we just keep, we can't go away. Uh, the entire run of the golf show, it's been really, Larry, I think very little to do with me and more to do with you, the listener. It has everything to do with our sponsors who believe in this message and continue to invest in the message and the love of golf. It has everything to do with this station, which continues to invest in this product. And by the way, it spans the entire state of North Dakota, into Canada, western Minnesota, South Dakota. It's the sixth largest AM signal in the country. And for that, I can't thank you enough. Let's go, Greg McCullough. 18 years. 18 years. You've been a part of all 18. Thank you for that. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. I think in 18 years, um, your daughters have gone from daycare to being much more successful than you ever, you and I ever will be. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt about that. You know, people people think this time of year, March Madness, hockey regionals. I think when is the text coming from Jeff Kolpak? <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, where are we at now? The head professional at Edgewood Golf Course, and we don't need to get into how much time. Just like. Myself with the forum, I really, so many years, it doesn't matter right now because we are here. And we are here for another season. Where are we at with Edgewood right now? Uh, yeah, things are going, you know what? Um, I just refreshed my hydrological uh, homepage, which I. Which you do every five which I seconds? I do every five seconds, and unfortunately, usually starting in February. Yeah. And uh, that number continues, knock on uh, Formica and wood and all that stuff. The number continues to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, they're saying 26.5, and that's a very good number for us. Um, 26 would be better, uh, 25.5 would be better. So six inches means a lot, but the 26.5 is more of a hindrance, more of a beauty, more of a small cleanup than obviously the original 29 or 30 feet, which would have been bad. So this week, I drove from, uh, I did the Fargo to Wapiton on I-29. This will be your Denny Wallacher ditch water <laughs> report in reference to our old mayor who, when he did his flood, it was more of a gut feeling. And I'll give you my gut feeling. I didn't see a whole lot of water in the ditches. And there was a lot of stretches where there was no water in the ditches. The wild rice just south of Wapiton was was very well within its banks. To me, that's a good feeling. 
Yeah, you know, again, I, I tell people this all the time, and I respect the job that uh, the National Weather Service has to do because Absolutely. it's always a moving target, and you, you have to put, you know, they're not emotional about it. They just punch the numbers in, and the numbers give them what they think it's going to be, and they have to make sure that they get the numbers. Obviously, I think there's a little bit extra involved there, probably just with the precip that they're going to maybe see in the forecast, mm-hmm. um, and they have to do that. So it's a very difficult job. Uh, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm glad to see that number go down. And again, you know, my uh, my phone starts going off at texting because I have great friends of mine who mm-hmm. are up early and are on the road early <laughs> and uh, give me the updates. So you gave me yours, um, and I have quite a few that have been given me. So the numbers that, you know, again, one of those things that I always say, the numbers that they were saying earlier, nobody would even realize what's going on other than, other than some... Uh, public entities and maybe maybe some people's uh, yards and stuff like that, but but again, no one is in danger. Um, we just notice it more than other other people do, and and at the number that it's at now, and we think that number is actually going to go down maybe another half a foot. Um, it'll just look very pretty, and we can get going. Greg McCullough, the head professional, is the guest of the golf show with Jeff Kopak, one hundred seven point three FM, seven forty, the fan. Look us up every Saturday morning, starting today through the middle of August. We'll be here every Saturday morning, 10 to 11. Uh, set it on your dial on your way to the course. You know where to find us. Also podcasted on 740thefan.com. 26, 27 feet flood stage. What does that mean for the golfers out there? And there are a lot of them that do Edgewood. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, you'll notice it when you drive in. It'll come up on uh, left of number four there. It actually looks very pretty there. Uh, then you'll probably notice it not until you get to probably nine T box something like that, and you'll be able to see it behind you. But it, again, it's just actually uh, more of a beauty deal. And and mm-hmm. like on hole twelve and thirteen, it'll it'll come up in there. They'll have to do some cleaning back by sixteen green and seventeen T. Um, they'll have to do some cleanup, and and on eighteen, you'll get to see the water up higher, kind of up on the left. It looks right. very pretty there. Um, but you know, knock on wood, we're we're hoping that um, we can dodge another bullet. Yeah, awesome. That's great news. Uh, how'd you come through the winter? Uh, bigger, dumber, all the great things that golf <laughs> okay, course do. No, I had a great winter. Golf course came through great. I uh, talked to Jason Spitzner, superintendent. Yeah, um, he was really happy uh, with the came, with, with the way it came through. Mm-hmm. You know, we were worried about lots of frost things like that and there still is a little frost in places but um, when you look around actually the water you know will sit for a day and then it'll go in so you know we just need some warmer weather and and obviously the first nice day we get and I know um, some places were open this week you know soil temperatures do need to get to a certain point because what we don't want to have happen is we get out there early and we do the best we can to get out there early and we create damage that doesn't get a chance to repair itself mm-hmm. until those soil temperatures go so we don't necessarily and, and again we, we get open as early as we can but we don't want to create two months worth of damage for one week worth of play boy where we were about this time in february I'm like, I'll take it right now because it was so cold. It was so windy. It was snow. It's one of the worst Februarys, and I've been here for a a lot of years that uh, 
Where we're at now, I'll take it. I oh, mean. absolutely. And and to be perfectly honest with you, I was not here in February, so actually, I saw that it was uh, a little jealousy going on. Well, it was very difficult for me to see everybody suffering <laughs> sure. um, up here in the cold. But I know it was a cold February. And and here's a great thing about the way we treat our lives in the Red River Valley, Fargo Moorhead area. Mm-hmm. We enjoy spring. We want spring to come. This year won't be will be the same because we've had a really tough kind of winter. Um, in our lives, and, and we want to get outside and be able to do some things. What's new? What's going on? Uh, the, the driving range, there's talk of a driving range project. Where are we at with that? Yeah, we try to, you know, one of the great things about working for Fargo Parks and, and the golf team that we have, we always try to do something to get better. This year, what you'll see at Osgood Golf Course, obviously big changes there anyway. Chris Larson is our new head golf professional there. Chris brings a lot of great um, ideas, mm-hmm. uh, experience, things like that. You'll see at Osgood, they have a, um, they poured cement for man at the driving range um, and they'll put the mats in as soon as they can this spring we have that on the plans to do at Edgewood as well our range tee is so small we it saw is. it last year if you went out there and hit balls we had such a great year and we thank everybody for that but it is hard on turf there and if we can get those like now until again so temperatures get better and then maybe in the fall we can create some better playing conditions on that tee box if we can get some artificial turf in there and artificial turf obviously has changed in 25-30 years yeah, it's not that hard green stuff no, people artificial turf is way better it, it, it reacts like grass a lot so we're excited about not necessarily doing that this year but getting it on the books what was the number and you tweeted that out or i saw the number of driving range uh i don't know what you call it like over a million number of driving range Balls, balls hit, yeah. Balls hit. Over well, a way over a million. Way over a million. Yeah, way over a million. And, and, and you know, if you start to look at numbers, you, you know, you go through a season like we had last year. We opened in March. We had one rain day for the whole year. Mm-hmm. We got through the end of October. Um, people are still playing more golf. Hopefully, they continue to do that. Golf courses and driving ranges were busy. You know, when you look at numbers over a million balls and things like that, it just kind of you sit back and go, "Wow, that's that's incredible." And the fact that your driving ranges even hold up to that is a modern miracle in my opinion yeah guys do a really nice job at all the facilities and, and again we're kind of you know uh, jason spitzner and lucas polchuski um, who's our assistant he did a great job last year doing some things on the driving range to kind of keep that range tee going it's hard um and, and you obviously notice the wear and tear but uh, those guys are working every day to make make it the best they can last question before we go to a break here you also handle el zago what's the latest el zago obviously the water is staying out of the bowl which is a beautiful thing How's it looking? Yeah, El Zago looks great. You know, there's a, you know, again, talking to Jason Spitzner, our superintendent, who's also there. You know, there's, El Zago is now, I can't remember, seven years old, eight years old. On the renovation. On the renovation. You know, the new grass forms that they have, mm-hmm. they, they handle everything so much better than, than, than maybe we do at Edgewood that, where you have things that are 60, 70 years old, things like that. So um, he's excited about it. He said the turf is great there. We Again, we just need some soil temperatures to uh, rise and get going. Greg McCall is the guest. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show on 740 The Fan. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more with Greg. Don't miss it. Stealing out that trap, it'll curl right back. You've got a slice like a sickle. It's a brass wedding ring, a dependable thing. Though I wouldn't give you a nickel. We are back. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show on 740 The Fan. Greg McCall is the guest, a head professional at Edgewood Golf Course in North Fargo. Name another course these days that doesn't have a house on it. 
I mean, really, you don't see that very often, do you, Greg? Uh, and no. yours doesn't. No. I, that's a beauty of it. Yeah, you know, most likely, if you do see a golf course like that, it was probably built pre-1980. Yeah. And um, right. as, as scary as this sounds, that was over 40 years ago. That is scary. <laughs> yeah, it's unreal. Don't remind me. Chris Larson is new at Osgood. Now, I saw a promo of some sort. What are you three up to? What's going on? Some YouTube TV, or what are you doing? Yeah, we're, you know, um, obviously Chris brings great excitement, and, and he's got some great ideas. So we decided, Matt Cook, who's a professional at Rose Creek, and Chris at Osgood and myself, we decided we would we would start to do a YouTube channel. Uh, so we're going to start it. It'll be every Friday morning, live at 7 a.m. Live. Live. Well, you're going into live TV. Uh, well, this could be this could is this going to be like this could be one and done no <laughs> are you going to be uh, uh like a pat mcafee is there language follow language going to be incorporated into this again we could be one and done <laughs> no <laughs> we're, we, yeah, you never you never really yeah, know yeah. obviously uh no so we kind of sat down one one day after he got the job and talked things over how we could maybe get do some things to give us some excitement about get going and mm-hmm. and uh, chris is great with this stuff so he, he did it at more country club so matt cook and him and I are going to do um, every Friday morning at 7 a.m. We'll either be on site somewhere and we'll have some special guests sometimes. We'll talk about golf and, and any of you out there, if you have anything you want us to cover or talk about, we'd love to do it. Well, you know, our name might be top secret. Maybe oh, top secret. Oh, we haven't released it yet. Well, I'm you, not you, so you want sure. to break it here? You can break You're welcome. Really? Can we yeah. do that? Yes. Uh, boy, I don't you know. I might get, okay. My marketing department might get in trouble, but I could do you it. You have I a mean, marketing department, it, too. It could actually be, I mean, this is not for sure, but mm-hmm. it might be Muni Misfits in the morning. Muni Misfits in the morning. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Making a little light of us, you know, which... It's a fun show. It, it, it's going to be a great time, and, and when us three get together, there's lots of banter, just like when me, you, and McFeely get together, things like that. So uh, it's it's going to be about golf. It's going to be about the good things, the bad things, what's coming up, how is how are our local people doing, maybe nationally or mm-hmm. hole-in-ones, all things golf like that. So every Friday morning at 7 a.m. I don't like to give the secret out, but the short game facility, and I'm obligated because I just love golf and I love people to be involved. Your short game facility is just second to none. Yeah, they did a nice, super nice job with it's that. It's just awesome. It, it, and again, as you go, as, as it gets a little older, year four, uh, we see some more play kind of on it and, and different kinds of people, and it gets to be used a little bit more. You know, it, it's got its own separate putting green. It's got a chipping green with a bunker. You can hit some short shots. Or some hills, things like that. So it's been a great addition to what we have up there, mm-hmm. and uh, we look forward forward to it to continue to grow. And when do you think that's going to be open? Driving range? Any gut feeling right now? You know, I'd lo- that's the million dollar question to get asked all the time. Yes. And it, obviously, it's weather related. Um, you know, a month ago, if you'd asked me, we were all thinking maybe that third week of April, maybe a little bit later than that. But I would think by that second week of April, okay. you know, um, some. Something will get going and maybe more than just one thing. Tom Hoagie, you and I have texted back and forth all winter and especially since January on how he's doing and and what's going on with his game. He's absolutely at the top of his game. Qualified for the Masters. Uh, not so great this week in the, in the world match play, but it's his first time there. What's the difference between Tom Hoagie of January, February, March than it was in his prior oh, three, four, five years? 
Well, I think, you know, you sometimes you don't know what it takes to win. Mm-hmm. You think you know what it takes to win. And, and a lot of times there's a lot of confidence involved. And, and once you start to get a little bit of that, and, and you know, the great thing about Tom is – he started to be in contention more often, and and more often for Tom is you know maybe he's not every single week, and but he had a great month stretch there where he was actually in contention right. a lot, um, and then all of a sudden when you you start to do that and maybe you thought you should win and you didn't because somebody else won, you know sometimes things have to work out their own way. He played. Very, very, very good, obviously, when he won, but he also had a little bit of help. And that's kind of the tour right now is kind of like that. Not very often, obviously, you do see times where somebody just goes out and laps the field, but there, there, there's not a lot of that anymore. So I think his confidence level is very good. And now, now right now, he's got he's got another problem. Now he's he's in more events, but now his schedule's got to change. So yes. yep. on, on a good note, that's a great note. On a good note, bad note, though, he's got to change his schedule up a little bit. But on a good note he can change his schedule up knowing he not only is he good for this year for a lot of things he's got his car for two more years after that so I think there's some you know you get relaxed you hope you don't get too relaxed I don't see Tom doing that because he's a hard worker Uh, but just to take that next step and and now he's starting to he's gonna have to take that next step how do you feel comfortable in the places that you are now because you are you're in limited field events you get to go play at Augusta Mm -hmm. Um, you know can you get a comfort level where that becomes a little bit normal and I think yeah. if he can you know obviously he knows he can win on a very good golf course against a very good field so we'll see how it goes you know all this golf is fickle so it's amazing hard golf you know it's hard to sh- it's hard to be the best at that level I mean think about it I, I, I've we've talked about this what Tom Hoagie has done on tour is amazing he they throw every player out there right top 125 every year they throw 30 more guys out there to take your card away and mm-hmm. Tom is, you know, every year he's got, he's stayed there, he stayed there, he stayed there. He's getting a little bit better. He's got a little bit more confidence. So, you know, kudos to him. I think it's great now that he can kind of take a deep breath and, and relax, and, and I'm sure he has more goals in mind. Tom Hoagie, by the way, will be the guest of this show next Saturday morning, so don't miss that next Saturday morning. That's an upgrade. 10 a.m. <laughs> oh, that's an upgrade. Uh, don't sell yourself short. Come on. You're <laughs> tremendous. There you go. Golf is hard. I, I, my son, I watched him play baseball against Augustana. He plays for Minnesota Duluth and struck out as many times yesterday as he did all year. And afterward, he comes up. I go, it's hard hitting, hitting. And these guys were throwing 90, 91 with sliders. I go, it's hard. Golf is hard. The swing is hard. I don't care what sport it is. And with Tom, I just, I think that's fine. As putting is really been inconsistent, I think, lately. Yeah, it, it, and again, that's maybe, you know, it, it, so Tom has to play very, very good at the best of his ability to, to be in contention. That sounds kind of funny because doesn't everybody? But, you know, Tom doesn't hit it 320 yards. And if you're not if you're on tour right now and you can't hit it 320, that's mm-hmm. that's a problem. So there there are certain courses that that maybe benefit you. You know, I think Tom's iron play has been remarkably good. Yep. You know, he just and again we every, all the players end up going back to putting. But you you know if you hit your irons good, you got to have three or four kick-ins a day. You know you're going to have a good round. And again, I agree with you. He's he's you know made some good strides in making putts. And and when he gets on Poa or bent grass greens, he's going to be way more comfortable than when he is on Bermuda. 
What should golfers do in the early going to get going? And I obviously am an advocate of taking lessons. And disclaimer, I took lessons from Greg last summer after I finally conceded that my game was just for years going in the tank. I needed to change things, and you changed my game around. What should people do in the early going here? Well, I think, you know, if if everybody goes out there, and again, we're all different golfers, and, and if you go out there and before you go play, and again, maybe not be the first time, but pick one thing that you believe that you should do better and, and practice that. Keep it that. simple, one thing. Practice that, right? I mean, it could be it could be anything. It could be putting, could be chipping, could be whatever that might be. But pick one thing, and and we always tend to practice our strengths everywhere, no matter what we do, and mm-hmm. and pick the weakest part of your game and work on it. And if you're having trouble with it and you can't figure it out, then please go ask somebody because we have some really qualified PGA professionals in town. We're very lucky. Yeah, and you know, in, in Greg's case or in Matt Cook's case or Chris Larson or whoever the pro out there. That's a great birthday gift. I mean, I, my wife asked me last year, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I need golf lessons. You know, I, I don't need a new tie or I don't need this or that. I don't, I don't need something. I got, I got everything I need. I need golf lessons. I need to be better in this game. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's you know we Father's Day birthdays are great. Exactly. Um, you know, again, most of, a lot of times guys are hard to buy for. Maybe not. Maybe it's just us. Um, but if you're looking for something and they like to play golf, you know, don't be afraid to get them some help. Who do you have coming back for your staff? You know, pretty lucky to Edgewood. Um, we have uh, Billy Everson's coming back, um, and then Aaron Melby, Dexter mm-hmm. England, um, Sophie Cody's going to work. So our, our staff at Edgewood will be a lot of familiar faces. We'll have to try to add some new ones. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's out there that would like to work at uh, El Zagel, we sure could uh, use some applications. Yep, and the pro shop there. Awesome. Uh, hopes and, and dreams this this summer and this spring, this fall. Uh, what, what's what's a good year for you guys? You guys have had a fantastic year the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, obviously for golf in general, COVID was good because everybody needed to do something, got outside, played more golf. So, you know, I would hope that again, as I look at my homepage, that gets better and it, and it is and and really, you know, then it's weather related and people related. So we we have throughout the park district, we have five different golf courses. You know, so you don't have to play a certain golf course at a certain time. We have five for one passes. All the golf courses are different. All the experiences will be different. So, you know, that's a great part of what it is working for Fargo Parks. Um, We hope everybody kind of starts the season in the right way. And we hope the weatherman, you know, helps us out a little. As usual, thank you, Greg. You're welcome. I'm excited for this year. This this flood forecast just puts an extra uh, bounce in the step. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show. Stay with us. You're going to need some equipment in the early going here. If you're looking, now is the time. Nick Weimer from Osted's Golf joins us after this. I saw you slam your club in anger and took the grass off its edge. I saw you look at me and wonder if I noticed We are back, second half of the Golf Show, presented by Michelob Ultra. This is Jeff Kopak in the KRK Marine and Power Sports Studios. You're listening on 740 The Fan AM, 107.3 FM. The website, 740thefan.com. Thanks again to Greg McCullough for joining us in the first half of the show. Greg, a staunch UND hockey fan. So I thought, why not have a Notre Dame hockey fan in for the... (laughs) Second half of the show, Nick Weimer, uh, manager of Osted Golf out in South Fargo. You are. I didn't know you were a Notre Dame guy. I am a Notre Dame fan. I'm glad you two didn't meet 
coming in here because there could have been some fisticuffs. Well, yeah, last night was an exciting game. There's no doubt. Um, but hey, it's a uh, it was fun watching, and it's too bad that they both had to play each other at the same time. I feel like golf and hockey go hand in hand because it's a summer and winter, and it just sort of meshes. A lot of golfers I know are just big hockey fans. Well, yeah, and then a lot of hockey players are golfers. Are golfers, yes. So yeah. it does it does kind of go the 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 swings and the body motions are very similar, and you know it's a lot of fun. And yeah, we get to a, a few hockey games uh, locally for the UND team, and uh, we were just at the NCHC, and mm-hmm. last night was a lot of fun watching Notre Dame and UND play. And yep, but it was yeah, it was good. Greg and I didn't run into each other. <laughs> there would have been yeah. <laughs> Ostads, what's going on? Um, I was out there about a month ago, and things were moving and shaking. Wow, yeah. Over the, uh, about in that October time frame, we decided to uh, do a little reconstruction. Mm -hmm. Um, We added uh, three bays to our area. Um, We just took away some some retail space, but we added some bays, which is what we all need for for fittings, and um, it's going to be really good. Um, We've redid the flooring and moved the counter and just kind of got more stuff in there, so... Um, it's going to be really, really good um, here now in the spring and then in the summer for us. So. How long in the planning process, I guess? I mean, you don't do this overnight. What necessitated or what precipitated this? I will say the last couple years, um, with everybody coming into the golf and everybody wanting to be fit for clubs, mm-hmm. was necessity for us. Necessity. Yeah. Um, I'll say that, that this was probably a, a three-year process for us. Um, but really, as soon as COVID hit, it we moved it up quite a bit. So, um Ryan Osted, Dave Osted, they decided that uh, we needed to do Fargo mm-hmm. and make it bigger. Mm-hmm. So we did. Yeah. So let's back up here. And as long as you brought it up, I, I want to touch this as we begin the 2022 golf season here shortly in the Red River Valley. That when March or April or May of 2020 hit, what's going through your mind? Uh, we were really hoping to keep the doors open. Yes. Nobody really, at that time, everybody was trying to understand, um, are we going to be able to play golf, no golf? It was a state-to-state process. Um, North Dakota was just, I think, holding on. Minnesota was, maybe we'll play golf. Wisconsin mm-hmm. was no. Yes. South Dakota was in the same boat. Um, but when everybody said you could go play golf, the floodgates opened, and everybody who um, wanted to play softball or any of those other activities they weren't allowing came over to golf and it, it's just been crazy ever since. But you had this big store, and the fear <laughs> must have been real. It, it, it was real. I think we took, uh, honestly, we took a couple weeks yep. um, to figure it out, mm-hmm. and then um, we just decided to go full in um, because of that two-week process. We just said, you know, people are going to come, so we're going to go do it. Wow, good good call. Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. Call. Ryan, Ryan and Dave just made a great call on that, and we, we just followed along, and... Um, you know, our hours weren't as long, but people were constantly coming in. So for the last two years, um, we've had a lot more fittings. People are in the game. They didn't give it up yet. I mean, everybody was kind of in that process. So they're going to continue after yeah. COVID, yeah. but they, they're continuing. So it's awesome. I remember talking to Dave in that period, and I think just after that, and he said the the real worry, concern, and and this was real, speaking of real, was getting product in hand. Correct. Yep. And you, you're on the ground floor here. What's what's going through your mind? Well, yeah, we. The first two years, it was um, whatever we saw was what we we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a long time to get stuff. Um, there are still some issues. 
Um, but I think the companies are starting to try to fight that a little bit and have more. Um, shafts and grips are going to be an issue coming forward. Um, but in our store, we have a lot of product. You have everything. We, we, we doubled up, tripled up, and we're ready. So we're, we're, we're good there. It's, you know, we are going to be short, and everybody is on grips and then um, mm-hmm. certain shafts. Yeah. Because we just rely on, you know, everybody. Yeah, why is and, that? Why, why, why? Let's just pick grips, for instance. Mm-hmm. And grips wear out, and we need grips. Why would grips be... It, what is it about that down the production line here? That's where short. they're made. I mean, where they're made. A lot of grips are made overseas, mm-hmm. um, and then those rules are changed over there. So okay. if they shut down, there's a lot of things that are shut down. What do you say, you and I go in the grip business? Uh, Can we do that? Yeah, no, I see a lot of grips now. I'm, okay. I'm, oh, you got I, it. I see. I see enough uh, regrips. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but making them is is just the uh, it's getting the rubber, it's getting all that product, then getting it over here on a boat has mm-hmm. been they just take for a long time. So. Nick Weimer from Osted's Golf joins us on the Golf Show. This is Jeff Kopak on 740 The Fan. Here we are at KRK Marine and Power Sports Studios. The first show of the year. Stay with us every morning, every Saturday morning, 10 to 11. You can find us. Also, it's podcasted, so if you can't join us then, there's no excuse. Just log on to 740thefan.com and, and find us. And it's right there on the podcast. Speaking of of, of equipment, okay, mm-hmm. and I, I, every year you see new stuff, right? Correct. And I... That, the carbon stuff's coming. What is the new thing? I see the the, the, what the carbon heads or the carbon mixtures. Yeah, what, the, what, what's the a carbon technical? fiber face for TaylorMade. Um, okay. What they're trying to do, what what has happened and what we see are, you know, the spin rates go down, mm-hmm. ball goes a little further, um, and that's what everybody's looking for. What is really good? I mean, it's it, everybody's a little different. So mm-hmm. everybody's making some really good stuff, and that's why we come to. That's why we did what we did at our store was make more base so we can get you fit and find the right one for you. Um, but yeah, the carbon is is been popular with TaylorMade right now, and everybody's had the carbon tops and the carbon sides. Yep. It's a little thinner. Okay. Um, but now they're trying to do it on the face. Yeah. And but keep it in the same uh, legalities of the MOIs and all that. So do you ever sit there and go, I wonder what they're going to come up with next year? Or do, are you are you involved in the process? Are you clued into what's coming next? Uh, you know, I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> there, there's guys that are way smarter than we are that uh, they're like three years ahead of where we think it's going to be. Really, that far? Uh, yeah. they're thinking three years down the line. Yeah, they already have research um, and development. Pro- yeah, they already have product. Probably everybody's looking. So this past year, there wasn't as many companies bringing new stuff, but next year we'll probably see a little bit more mm-hmm. because they got a they got to be able to fulfill what we got going on. Um, but yeah, they're thinking three, four, five years down the road already. Wow, I didn't because it's that. a two year process for all these clubs. So I guess we always think in the off season. Okay, what? Somebody's not coming up in November and going, you know what? I'm going to have this out by February. Yeah, no. Such it's, short-sighted thinking on my part. Well, it's and, and we all are that way um, mm-hmm. because the tour player has been playing it for a year to see if it even – they've been tweaking it for a year or two um, to see if it's even really working. Mm-hmm. And then they get their feedback, go back and forth with that and, and get other people to test it. And so it is a couple-year process before it comes out. I can't imagine, Nick, the pressure – between companies, there's so much competition between. Let's just you know, TaylorMade, Nike, Mizuno. You know it all. I don't. Pings. I, I play pings. Mm-hmm. I've been asked twice this winter. Twice, Jeff. I need a new set of irons. What should I get? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the guy to ask. What's the answer to that question? Uh, the right answer 
The right uh, answer. The right answer is come and get fit at Osteds. Absolutely, yes. The salesman option is the most expensive one. But no, it's, yeah. it is a whatever. Everybody's a little different. So um, what works for you in the ping side um, might not work for somebody else in that, even in that same ability. Yeah, okay, let's back up. Say somebody comes in, say Jimmy Shimtree comes into Osteds and goes, I need a new set of irons. Mm-hmm. What do you do from there? Uh, what we do is we kind of walk them around the store a little bit, asking them some more questions of what do you like to look at? What have you played before? Have you done any research? Um, and if they've done those options, um, we kind of go into the process of, okay, we want to be fit. We go to our fitting scheduler and we get them on the docket. And then we match some of the clubs that he's talked about into um, into the bay. So then he can hit them. We le- look at the numbers and then we kind of fit on the right which one's which one is the best one for him? Mm-hmm. Well, your, your title you you have the master fitter title. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, and you have a and and I have a PGA background. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, 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 you span the globe here. So I, I'm, I'm spanning. Yeah, I'm spanning something. Yeah, you're right. Um, but there's a lot of difference between what we're doing and everybody's kind of doing it now. But you know, with the technology that's out there, you you got to know numbers. And what, what's a good number for, for Jeff mm-hmm. isn't a good number for Josiah or me or anybody else. So everybody has a number that they like to get to, and that's where we go to. Do you find you have to maybe simplify it for the customer? Oh, yes, yes. Is the operative word? Because mm-hmm. they come in, and they're, they're flabbergasted. They're overwhelmed. Correct. Yeah, that's why, we try to, that's why we really try to condense it down real fast. Okay. Um, you get people who just want to try everything, and that's not a good option. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice to try a couple. Because you got to take some golf swings, and it takes a little while to get uh, to figure it out. But you get tired because yeah. we're not doing it for a long time, right? Do you have I mean, a gut feeling when somebody walks in? Do you have a gut feeling what would fit them? Um, after the first couple swings, you do. That's all. You it do it long enough. Yeah, you you have a you have an idea of a, a shaft, um, a head, mm-hmm. um, even though they might be looking for something else, and then they hit it, and you you already have a gut feeling. Um, and I and I explain this to my staff, and, and I try to do the the best I can with the customer. And I don't always; it's not always about numbers for me mm-hmm. personally. Um, I also get um, expressions. Um, you know, everybody hits a golf shot, and they kind body of, language, body language, a facial expression, a noise. You know, and it's like, well, that one's done, <laughs> or they like that one. Yeah. You know, so I, I I read a lot of that. Also, try to incorporate the numbers with that, but yep. that's a big one because if you. Uh, if you can incorporate a little bit of that body language, if they don't like it, I'm not yeah. going to sit there and mess with it. Nick Weimer from Osteds Golf, Master Fitter, Master Psychologist of the Golf Swing. As you look <laughs> at our faces, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more with Nick as we wrap up the show. Stay with us. Backspin. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Welcome back. Final segment. This is Jeff Kopak. This is the Golf Show on 740 The Fan. 107.3 FM, 740thefan.com is the website. The show presented by Michelob Ultra, KRK Marine, and Power Sports Studios, as it was last year. Backspin, stuff that most of us can't do, except you pros. Uh, you former. Well, you could do backspin. We have some clothing that's backspin. Yeah. <laughs> you can come and grab some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, we do we do have backspin. Uh, it, backspin's not always good. What sells in your store? What 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 what's flying out of the shelves? Uh, 
Equipment-wise, um, right now we're looking at, uh, you know, the Callaway irons are doing well. Mizuno irons are doing well. Um, so that's, I mean, because we don't have really uh, uh, any golf courses open. Yeah. Um, but those are kind of our popular um, items right now. Mm-hmm. But everything's been going pretty well. Yep. I got a pair of shoes at your store last year, a pair of Under Armour, and invested more than I ever have in golf shoes. And it's well worth it because if they don't work, if the shoes aren't right, if you're... Mm-hmm. You got blisters by the fifteenth hole. It's not worth it. Correct. I, I love good golf shoes. Good, and good golf shoes are always they're great. We do have uh, we do have some more. I just as I was uh, leaving work for a few minutes, a uh, uh, UPS truck decided to show up. So it was a good time for me to leave. But um, <laughs> there were some. We we did get some recently. We got some good shoes. Um, uh, there's a company called G4 out there that's really good. Footjoy has their stuff. G4 um, golf G4 shoes. G4 golf shoes. Hmm, yeah, never heard of it. Um, it's a, it's a line of Peter Millar. Okay. Um, high end, but they are, um, they're a nice golf shoe mm-hmm. um, they feel comfortable. Um, and then Footjoy does their stuff. Adidas has theirs, Puma, you know, everybody's got something really good. You just got to get a good one. Um, don't always go for the cheap. I got a question and I go back and forth is you have the spikeless or not much spike, almost right. like a, a, a exaggerated running shoe. Then you have the old uh, the traditional spikes, rubber Correct. spikes, yep. obviously. What's uh, what's the difference here? You know, do you want a? I can't I think it's kind of getting into the time frame now where people are want more casual. Yes, but they're so they're going spikeless because mm-hmm. then they can just wear them car, golf course, for something to eat, back bar. to the car. You'll say, "Yep, go to the bar. We'll <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, we'll go there. Yeah. yeah, wherever they're going." Um, but that they just want to wear them and not take them off. Then, whereas the golf shoe, you got to take them off, put them in. Um, and then they feel like you got to change your spikes, but mm-hmm. everybody's a little different on what they want. Um, if you look at the tour, uh, they probably are, you know, 50-50 on oh, really? spikes, no spikes. You think so? Well, I yeah. didn't know that. Hmm. You start you start watching them a little bit. There, um, there's a lot of guys that are spikeless. Um, so it's all a comfort level. Um, obviously, in the spikeless on some of the shoes, they're generally they're getting better, but generally they're not as um, supportive in your foot. So, you know, they're lightweight and not as supportive. So people uh, people like that, but then they always complain, then my, my foot hurts. Well, yeah. here's why. Well, and if it's wet out at all, I, you want the spikes. I mean, well, you could, yeah. yeah. At least um, I some do. guys think so. And it's more of a, I think in the last um, three, four years, I don't think I've maybe worn a spike shoe once. Hmm. It's all spikeless right now because it's yeah. all about balance and and mm-hmm. and not swinging hard. And um, guys always come in and say, "I want a spike shoe," and I always ask why, and they say, "Because I swing too hard." And I just go, "The tour player doesn't, yeah, and they're spikeless." So right. I don't, I don't think we swing too hard. It's just the balance of how we're hitting it. So Nick Weimer from Moss Ted's Golf joins us on the golf show. This is Jeff Kopak. The Tom Hoagie popularity train is at its height. I'm sure you're hearing a lot about it in your store. What are people talking about? Well, you know, the greatest thing about, and, and this is going to age me a lot, um, and probably age Tom a lot, um, Tom Hoagie, I've known since he was six years old, seven years old at the Fargo Country Club. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in our junior golf program back in the day, um, never knowing that this is where he would go. You know, as you're watching this kid come, like, they all, but... The everybody's the next big everybody's thing. the next big thing you know and he's but he's taking it to obviously a different level um everybody's excited about it um 
so it's it's exciting to hear. So you know, watching and everybody's asking. So you always got to keep the board running. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this weekend he didn't do too well, but all you can ever say is you know he's a past champion and he's playing in the Masters. He's playing in the Masters. That's you know, and he'll always be a past champion or a PGA Tour winner. Right. Yep. So those are great things for Tommy. His family's great. Um, every once in a while, you'll run into him uh, when he was before he made it all full time on the tour. But yep. yeah, it's great to talk to him, and he's he's appreciative of everything. So it's awesome. Tom Hoagie, by the way, will be the guest of this show next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Tom will be in the first segment. Glad to have him. And that's an example of a guy who doesn't forget his roots. He doesn't. Right. You know? Right. He's uh, Fargo, North Dakota. And right. he has a he has a choice. He has a choice. Because PGA's pull asked him, yeah. oh, do you want Fort Worth, Texas? Do you want your birthplace, which is North Carolina, or do you want Fargo?" And he says, "And Fargo next." He's had he's had to remind them that yeah. no, my my when he's introduced on the first tee, and next weekend, next Thursday, when he's introduced on the first tee at Augusta, it'll be from Fargo, North Dakota. Right, Tom Hoagie. How cool is right. that? That is that is probably the coolest thing. Uh, for everyone to hear. I know there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to make that trip now mm-hmm. and, and try to get out there, especially the PGA guy who who wants to go see him. And I mean, it's once in a lifetime, and hopefully it's more than once for him. Hopefully we win again next year or later this year and, and get in there next year. So, but yeah, he's doing great. And, and him and, and, you know, with Amy, it's all been great for yeah. for our city and, and, our, and our little area. So Asad has been really involved with Amy. I know Dave's been involved with her Golf for Africa. Golf for Africa. I think I yeah. got the cap too and I couldn't yeah. remember. No, the great yeah, the great thing is I, I just you know, for both of them, I just ran into um somebody from uh Ide Bailey and talked to him about signing Tommy for a little long you know, hopefully he already mm-hmm. signed him yeah. after he won and <laughs> right. he, you know he did. But the Amy, yeah, we're involved with Amy a lot. Um we've we've raised over the last couple of years one hundred fifty thousand dollars for her charity. Yep. Um, we're gonna do it again this year in mm-hmm. July we're gonna have a golf tournament. Um, so hopefully to raise some more and she does some stuff for, you know, she comes in the store when, when Dave asks and yep. we kind of, they talk a lot. So it's kind of fun. Do you have the details of that turn? Has it been finalized yet? It, it just, as far as I understand, it's July 25th at the Meadows. At the Meadows. That's okay. all I know so far. We just got it just re- halfway finalized okay. this, this last, this week. So. Well, I'll look forward to talking about it in July when, yeah, yeah. when that time approaches. Yeah, we will uh, make sure everybody's on that and we'll post some things up in our store and everything, but you know, it's it's great. It's great that uh, Austin is involved. We are um, we're also uh, doing some stuff for the food banks in all of our markets, which are nine of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the Austin's Foundation is writing checks to all the food banks for everything. Um, is appreciative of all the support that we've been given from the community. So you miss the hands on on the course at all? You personally? I, personally, I do. The the things I miss about is the members mm-hmm. and then the tournaments. Mm-hmm. That's what I miss the most. Yep. Um, that was always fun for me. I love the golf tournament side of it. Um, other than that, you know, because this is a lot more fun for me because it's, you see more people, you, you know, the equipment side of it, the, the, the merchandise side is a lot different. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot more. And it changes so much, doesn't it? It changes a lot. And I, you know, and at least I feel like um, with everybody coming out and it, it just, you got to kind of keep your head, head out there. And it's nice to be a part of that with the Austin's family. Um helping a little bit with okay. they ask opinions yes. and that kind of stuff. Right. So, which is nice. Nick, thank you. No, thank Appreciate you. It. Appreciate Thanks. it. Nick Weimer, Osted's Golf, uh, out in South Fargo, right off, right by the zoo. If you know where the zoo's at, you know where Osted's is at.
This is Jeff Kopak. That'll do it for the first show. Again, every Saturday morning, 10 to 11. Always podcast it on 740thefan.com. You can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Until next week, hit them straight. Thanks for listening to The Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on 740 The Fan and 107.3 FM. Expect anything different? Presented to you by Michelob Ultra. Also brought to you by Fargo Park District Public Golf Courses, Barnesville Grocery, Moorhead Parks, Forest Hills Golf Course, and Wildflower Golf. Tune in next Saturday from 10 to 11 a.m. for another edition of the Michelob Ultra Golf Show with Jeff Kolpak on The Fan.